Hi, welcome to this episode about how to keep going on this diet. Now, I am a hypnotherapist. I've done loads of meditation and stuff like that. So what I've done, I've actually put together a trance a hypnotherapy thing um, for you to listen to. It's not on the podcast. You must not listen to this when you are driving or operating heavy machinery. Um, just get yourself in a nice place if you've got time. I hope you do because it is really beneficial. And I've put together this trance for us to listen to. I hope that's really helpful. I've also put it on my other YouTube channel, which is Rachel G Therapy. As I said, I'm a hypnotherapist. I'm a solution-focused clinical hypnotherapist as well. And what you'll do, you'll find on that page, lots of other visualizations and meditations that I've put on. So listen to those if you want. Okay, so how to keep going on this diet. What do we need to do? How do we do it? I would say it's nothing about what you put in your mouth. It's all about in your head. If we can get the mindset where we can do this, where we are content and joyful and peaceful and happy, no matter the external world, then that is where we need to be. So if you think or I'll be happy when I'm slim, then that can be taken away from you. Or I'll be happy when I've got the perfect job or the perfect house. All of that is external and can be taken away from us. So if our happiness depends on external factors, then we're in trouble. If our happiness depends on just what's on the inside of us, then we're not in trouble. We can keep coming back to that. Okay, sounds pretty easy, doesn't it? It's taken, and I'm still not there myself, it's taken years and years of mindfulness, of reading, of reflection to get to where I am, and there is no way that I'm even there, wherever that is, yet. It's a work in progress, it's a path, it's a journey, and I'm, I love that, I love that I haven't got there, because then where do we go from that? But let's let's say that, you know, eating food, etc., etc., certainly for me has always been an issue. That's how I found the keto diet. Obviously, the vegan part is an ethical thing for me. That's not about my diet. That's about the animals. But this reason that I found the keto diet was because I'd always felt that I was overweight. Um, I'm a very a much an emotional eater as in any emotion, boredom, unhappiness, stress, anything, not happiness though, um, then I eat, so I turn to food. Food has been my love, my comfort, etc., etc. But it's knowing, isn't it, that food doesn't love you. Food is just nutrition. And what we need to do, we need to work out where that pain is or that lack is and fill it with something much healthier. So when we turn within, when we meditate, and be much more aware of our thoughts, knowing that our thoughts aren't real, okay? That's something else, isn't it? That they're just thoughts. So when we realize that, then we can succeed with who we are, who we wanna be, that um, loving ourselves as well. So I would say meditation, mindfulness is absolutely 
absolutely crucial and I do hope you find that trance really helpful. I would recommend, so I say to my clients, listen, listen to it as you're going to sleep if you can. So, and it doesn't matter if you fall asleep because your subconscious mind will still be tapping into that. It is a 30 minute trance. The first 20 minutes is about getting deeply relaxed, slowing down the brain waves. When our brain waves go down to alpha and even theta, our brain is much more coherent with the rest of us and magic, if that's what you want to call it, does start to happen. That's why I've spent time getting deeply relaxed. Now you might think it's a bit weird but just go with it and feel it and if your mind wanders as it will just come back to the sound of my voice. Now when you're listening to my voice you don't have to concentrate on it just just be and let it all happen. Okay you don't need to do the work I'm doing the work for you. Okay so mindfulness, meditation, visualization, hypnotherapy is really helpful for sticking to anything and especially when it's talking about food as well. Now if you think actually I'm an addict to food, it's a tricky one isn't it? Sugar addiction is is possible to get rid of because you can cut sugar out and if you're keto then that's what we've done isn't it which is great but what if you're just addicted to eating? We can't not eat. So if you've got an alcoholism, smoking, drug addiction, substance misuse, you can survive without any of that stuff. You can stop your drugs and your alcohol and you're not going to die as long as you do it um, carefully, obviously. Um, but if we stop food, we will die. We will suffer. We will just, you know, it, it doesn't work. So how do we manage that what we might feel is an addiction to food but we still have to use food so again mindfulness awareness is so so helpful i think it is the only way to thrive and find that joy and that peace in the world and especially around food as well Okay, so another thing that I've found really helpful in the past is tapping, emotional freedom technique. And um, I'm not going to teach you how to tap. I'm not a qualified tapping person, EFT person, but it is really good. And there's a book by Jessica Ortner that I've put a link to underneath. You can get it through Amazon. You, I listen to it through the Hay House Empower You app. And I would say if you're going to do anything with her book, listen to it. And because what she does, she will talk you through the tapping um, and all of that sort of et cetera, et cetera. And she actually does it so that you can do it um, repeating after her. And she talks about tapping and how that works and so on. I found that really, really helpful. There are other people that do tapping around food as well. So do have a look for those. So what about something else as well? Some people find affirmations really helpful. So you get yourself some statements that you can say to yourself throughout the day. The statement, I am enough, can encompass it all. I am enough 
as in my weights, my situation, my relationships, all of that. Because we are judged, aren't we? We have grown up with, I am not enough, I am not slim enough, I am not wealthy enough, I am not happy enough. But when we start saying to ourselves, I am enough, and we think about those words, that can be really helpful. I would even advise write, and I think I've said this before in an episode, write big letters on your mirror that you look in every morning, I am enough. So do that and just remind yourself of it. Or you might want to be more specific about your affirmations. Like I am in control of food. I am healthy. I am slim. You might want to do those. In the past, I have found those really helpful. When I've been in desperate times and really low. Now, if you find that I've actually done affirmations, they've done nothing for me, this guy called Noah St. John, and I've put a link to his book underneath as well, has done something called affirmations. So he's copyrighted that word because he made it up and he describes really clearly what those are and how to do them. Again, Noah St. John's book is called, and bear with me whilst I just check the proper title so I don't get it wrong, is The Complete Affirmations Guidebook, 28 Days to a More Abundant Lifestyle. So as I said, there's a link to that underneath as well. Again, available on Amazon. Um, I think, I'm not sure if it's available anywhere else, but I'll put links below. Okay, so what he suggests, there are four steps to the affirmations. And the first step is you form a question. Our brain is always looking, even though we're not aware of it, for answers. So when that internal dialogue is negative, it's gonna keep looking for negative. When we turn it around to positive or a positive question, it starts looking for answers to those questions. So if we're asking a question like, why is life so hard? It's going to be finding out all the reasons why life is tough and we find it difficult. But if if we change that around, like why am I so successful? The brain is going to be looking for the answers to that. So ask yourself empowering Let's say that again. Ask yourself empowering questions. So why am I so successful? Why am I so slim? Things like that. By asking the question, your brain is going to be looking for that answer. So step one is write down what you want to have happen. So if we're talking about persistence and consistency with our eating habits and our dietary lifestyle, it would be, um, I want to be successful at the keto vegan diet. I want to be able to not overeat, etc, etc. So write down what you want to have, have happen. Step two, form a question out of that and make it a positive question. So why am I so successful at following this way of living? Why am I in control of what I'm eating? Why am I so mindful and appreciative of this food that I am consuming? Why am I so excellent at saving the planet because of my lifestyle choice with what I'm eating? And you will notice that the way that that question is formed is as if it's actually a reality in your life. Okay, so don't do it as if you want it to have to happen. Do it as if it is already present in your life. And my visualizations are like that as well. The way that we successfully visualize is to imagine ourselves 
being that person that we want to be. Step three, don't answer that question. Let your brain start doing it for you. Start focusing on what you do have, not what you don't. Keep it positive all the way. Focus on what you do have, what you have done. Go back and realise how far you have come already. Think, actually, I've done this, I've done that. Don't focus on the negative. Don't forget, our brain will look for answers for whatever our internal dialogue is. The more we focus on the negative, the more our brain persists with that. But all the time we're focusing on the positive, what we've already succeeded at, what we've already achieved. It's going to be looking for more of that. Other tips, he says, once we've formed those questions, is write it down, read it, say it to yourself, listen to those questions, those positive questions. Listen to the questions, okay, you can record yourself saying that, saying those questions and do two, three, four, however many you want, but keep it simple. It might be that it's better for you at the beginning just to do one. Step four is take action assuming that what you have is real. We have to do stuff. We can't just let it all happen to us passively. That would be lovely, wouldn't it? All we need to do is control that thinking and then it all happens. But we have to take action. Do something. So start living as if it's already happening. Okay, so I've talked about meditation. I've talked about tapping. I've talked about affirmations and affirmations. What else is there that we can do? The only other thing that I'm gonna to say today is buy those urine analysis sticks or urinalysis sticks, the keto sticks, to wee on in the morning. That will tell you how many ketones you are expelling, which is burning fat. And the darker the strip is, the more in ketosis you are. I find those really motivating. Now, if we eat carbs, snaps us out straight away. And so that is so motivating to stay focused on the keto part of this way of living. And don't forget the health benefits of the keto diet, the health benefits of the vegan diet and the vegan diet as well. I mean, how beneficial is that not just for us, but for the whole planet for the, and um, for animals too. I hope you found this helpful. I will do more things around how to stick to the diet in the future. I think my next episode is going to be um, recipe. Again, I haven't done one of those for a little while. Please leave feedback or hit like and follow. Do share this with any keto vegans that you know, or even people that are following the keto diet. There's lots of helpful things in here. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.